Well, well, well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Big old long stretch there, man. I had to get that stretch out, man, because... Oh, you, you can't tell, man. We took kind of a little bit of a break. We had some things going on in our lives, and you know we're we're just totally lost without this. Man. We're just totally lost without you all coming to see us. Why? Because we are the sweet spot, LS, and I am your host. I am the Drew. Yes, the Drew. And always is with me is as always my beautiful co-host, Miss. Princess Sophia. Princess Sophia, everyone. Okay. Okay. Woo. You got kind of a, I don't know, kind of a look to your face. I'm reading this. I'm reading this article and I agree with none of it. And it's weird to read this and not agree with it. Okay. Let's just pick and choose or something like that. You know? Okay. So tonight's episode, we are just, this is, we're not psychologists and we're not psychiatrists. Okay. We're not, we don't have any medical training. We don't have anything that we can, you know, fix anybody. You know, these, everything that we, we say on this podcast is strictly from our, our choices, our beliefs and everything like that, what we feel. Okay. So if we come to anything and we say, this is it, no, don't, don't take us for, you know, it's all in really good. Yeah. It's all in fun. Again, this is educational purposes, but. You take it the way you see it, the way you want to live your life, and the way you want to do things in your life. Like a second opinion. Right. That's all it is. And everything like that. If you take something we have and say, hey, you know what? That makes sense. You know, I'm going to do that. But then you take it and you twist it your way that you want it. That's your choice. Okay. So tonight's episode, what do we have? We are talking about what your sexual fantasies say about you, according to us, basically. So sometimes people will throw something random at us and you know we can give you our full-on like we can agree with you or we can disagree with you and it's just our opinion but whatever your fantasies are your own um of course like if you see somebody um i've met people that are completely they look out of the out of the ordinary not your your typical swinger not your typical party girl party boy and then all of a sudden they hit you with uh oh no i i like being peed on i love golden showers and you your mind gets blown and then you either one realize that that person is a super open person and you'd like to get to know more about them or number two you think to yourself absolutely will and never happen to me ever 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 i should probably just stay clear of this person but for the most part people like that very truly interest me. I love open-minded people. Now, everything that's open-minded, everything that's, you know, that's amazing that can consider you open-minded doesn't necessarily mean I'm into it. It just means that I am amazed at people and they're of like, they're just their open-mindedness for certain things. And I think, you know, kudos to you. Hope you do more. Hope you find what you're looking for. But there are certain people, they come across a little weird. And then once they tell you their kink, you're like, hmm, you definitely look like the person that would do that. Really? Yes. Take me. I, I love spankings. Never been hit by my parents. Have no daddy issues. I have no. That's why. I like to get hit because I don't have daddy issues. No. Yes. Because not, not just daddy issues because you've never been hit. Like, I got hit. I used to get hit like an old throw rug, you know, when I was growing up as a kid. So I don't like it. 
I remember it. I, I'm in the fetal position in the corner. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, daddy. I'm sorry, daddy. You know, and you see, you met my dad and everything like that. So you can see, you know. But but see, at the same time, too, the reasons I do love spankings is because I, I'm very um, visual and I, I love like sound. So like I've told people, people want to use toys on me. And I always tell them, no, I'm old school. I like a good hand. I like the, the sounds of it. I like the small sting. I like the aftercare, the person, the person. I do let certain people try it out to give me their good, their best spanking. But for the most part, if it's somebody that I truly want to do it on me, it's because I have an attractiveness for you. I think that you're a strong man and I want a strong man behind me. I want to feel that sting. I want to feel, I want to hear it. So that, that for me is the reason why I like spanking. It has nothing to do with being my daddy. I'm in trouble. It, it, for me, it's all visual and just hearing. Okay. So so when we were we we were in Vegas, we went to an erotic museum, and we were in this erotic museum. They had some like quotes on the walls and things to think about, and one of them was about, you know, what do your fantasies say about you? So what I did was I kind of looked at their list, and I actually disagreed with a lot of their lists because one of the first things on their list was what's your sexual orientation, and they said that based off of your sexual orientation, whether you like men, women, and you're same sex or whatnot, that that says a lot about you, that you are into BDSM, you're into taboo acts, and gender bending. I don't really agree with that. I don't agree with right. that. Right. Yeah, that's a really far-fetched one because just because you like certain BDSM acts does not mean you're homosexual. I don't like any BDSM acts. And, and, then, and then what they're trying to say is that um, people that, that are... Um, that are that are heterosexual don't agree with that stuff, which I am surprised because I'm very heterosexual, which is just my preference, of course. But um, you know, I don't believe that I like BDSM because I like I would be interested in women. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. So I was kind of reading that, and then they were saying that uh, asking like, "What's your age?" and based off of your age, has a lot to say about your um, sexual. Um, fantasies so but at the same time so think about somebody who's i've met people in their 50s and 60s that have really gotten to total bdsm so that has no meaning i mean to me i mean being older doesn't mean you don't want to be you don't want to be um interested in something else like that because being older and suppressing your fantasies for so long could mean that you're just open-minded at that age I just I just don't agree with certain things because I think everybody I don't think everybody has to follow a rule. I think it's their opinion as well. But just because like I'm 40, everybody tells me, oh, that's like you're what? Damn. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm 43. My birthday was a week ago. Shut up. (laughs) What I'm trying to say is because I'm in my my early 40s, people say a lot of, oh, you're in your early 40s. You're at your prime. I don't really feel like I'm at. I don't feel necessarily I'm at my prime because I'm in my early 40s. I feel like I'm in my prime because I've accepted the lifestyle and I've I've accepted certain things. I feel like I was in my prime in my 30, 35-ish kind of area. I feel like I've been in my prime for a minute. So I don't think age has to do with it. And I've seen some pretty older women, early 50s, late 50s, let go because they're at a point in their lifestyle where they feel like letting go is is the only way to continue, mm. which, you know, but doesn't necessarily mean that somebody in their 50s and 60s has no, right. you know, has no, uh, what do you call it, like, 
you know, playing. Okay, what's another one? Here's another one. Um, so your fantasies can base off of your early sexual experiences. So they're saying that if you're... I, I, I can believe in that one. You think so? Yeah. Because, I mean, I've heard some people who have lost their virginity super early. I mean, and whatever was going on in your life, I, I really do hope not that it was some type of um, non, non-consensual something. But, I mean, of course, that might have something to do with your sexual fantasies. But your fantasies are something that you actually live up in your mind. I mean, I, I, I have fantasies about older men. But it has nothing to do with, like, what would, what would the quintessential thing be? Because I have, I like older men because of, because of daddy issues. Because I don't know that it has to do with daddy issues and everything. Uh, maybe you could have uh, bad experiences with younger guys. So you go up there and you, you, like somebody, somebody, maybe somebody in your life, an older guy went up there and he kept you safe and secure and everything like that. But he was older. And then all of a sudden, the the younger guys out there was like, "Oh fuck you, bitch!" Whatever, and everything like that. And they go and they fuck your sister or your cousin, whatever. And then they go up there, and every time there was that older guy that went up there and always was gave you a helping hand, gave you some ice cream or something like that. I don't know. I I was like, "Wait a minute, you're a little too young." (laughs) You know what I mean? But there is that. There is those possibilities. I can kind of see that because my ex was 11 years older than me. I made him look younger, and he definitely made me look older. But like, I've always had an attraction for older women. Even when I was younger, I've always had an attraction for older women. What do you think your, what do you think your reasoning behind that is? I hate the is? fucking younger girls. Is it I the- hated their attitudes. I hated the way they, they did shit and everything. And mm-hmm. they were always up there. They, they, God, man. Fucking but what about when you were younger, though? You weren't, you're going you're gonna to tell me you weren't into younger girls when you were younger? I was. I, yes, I was still into young girls, but I wasn't into them as much as I was the older women. I remember the first time I ever had, got a blowjob, you know? Uh, the girl, the, the first girl I ever got a blowjob was a girl, uh, in in high school and everything. It was my was my uh, um, uh, my childhood crush, but uh, our schoolyard or schoolyard, uh, school crush. Damn, you're going way back. Uh, yeah, I know my school crush <laughs> and everything, or not even my crush and everything like that. You know, we just we had a thing for each other. But uh, you know, I, I got that and everything. But you know, she was an old soul and everything. And then the first girl that ever like like did something crazy was this was one girl. She was. 35 and i was 18 19 or something like that she was 35 and she went up there she went down on me in a in a parking lot and then all of a sudden as i came i thought she was gonna get i said i'm coming and she just stood there so then all of a sudden she started talking to me and i go where'd you put it and she gave me like this little poem and everything. He says, "What is a what does a canary do?" He goes, "Tweet, tweet, tweet." What is a what is a what do you call it? It's a parakeet or whatever. Then he goes, "What is a what do you call a one a, a a bird that 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 takes it all in or something like that?" I don't know. She goes, "A swallow," and so she swallowed it. Oh my god! And that was your first experience. With like somebody first time like, you fucking were you swallowed. Shocked? Were you disgusted? I was like, "Oh my god!" And, and then they, let me guess, you didn't kiss her. Huh? Yeah, I kissed okay. her. There's a lot of guys that are like weird about kissing yeah but there's a lot of guys yeah there's there's a lot of guys that don't like you know that don't go down on women too yeah you know they don't do that and everything like that because then all of a sudden they got fucking morals afterwards <laughs> you know what i mean but when i when she did that i was like god damn that's when i thought man older women will do shit that younger girls don't oh younger girls and everything like that they just like you know it's like i think maybe that's so like, simple i think maybe like yeah no because definitely when i first got together with my ex um I was like 1920 and I was like, you want me to put my mouth on what? No way. Like you pee there. 
and you know i i was so against it and now i'm i know headmaster <laughs> headmaster headmistress um yeah um but you know there's just like certain things just like that you know um so okay what's another one so there's one that says do you like to be the life of the party yes okay. yeah of course you're the show pony um so what it's saying <laughs> so it's saying about you is that because you like to be uh life of the party that you like um group situations and you are non-monogamous okay i agree with that but 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 i choose that okay if i didn't if i didn't if i wasn't like when i was in a relationship i'm totally 100 percent monogamous as far as i didn't have to be because we were in the lifestyle together but if i was if i really found that one that i really loved and i really cared for and everything i could get out like my ex my ex from from colorado her and i got together boom done out forever but we we had that conversation before the only reason you you would get back with the same person right you knew what like 15 years ago right you would what if she changed so you you can say that i wouldn't be back with her i would because i can't just jump right back into a relationship with her right now i mean she's changed i've changed okay again but if we was she was the same girl that was back then, then that's, I'd have no problem. That's very, have that's no very problem. least likely. No problems. You don't know. Because when I was with her, the entire time I was with her, I was out of it. But you were definitely a different person than you were 15 years ago. Right. I was worse. Okay. So so she's I'm more I'm she more, more season our culture now and everything. If she's not if she's not the same person, then we wouldn't we wouldn't get back together. I'd go on with my life. If she is, then I would go back. Even now, I'd go back. It's very least likely. Like, look at me in my last job. I would definitely go back to my last job if I could freaking walk in. And there are people that used to work there. The manager was the same. But again, I'm saying I would be, if I found that right girl, that found that girl that I didn't care about the lifestyle, she'd have to be be something special. special. I mean, something that I couldn't live without. Hmm. Okay. Next one. Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to call bullshit on that one, but okay. So, um, do you get stressed and nervous easily? People who don't deal well with stress tend to play safe in their fantasies. I disagree. Uh, For instance, they fantasize less about trying new things and having group sex and more about feeling violated and desired. I disagree. Because I think that people, I, I think that people who are very stressed out um, they find ways to find comfort, whether it be in toys or people. I mean, there is definitely just some people out in the lifestyle who just have such a calming presence and you just love being around them because there's no bullshit with them. They're not overly excited. Then some are too calming. Right. I mean, there are some men that just come up and just like, there's so many things I want to do to you. There's so many places I want to touch on your body and you're already freaking like, liquid in their hands oh my god it's getting hot in here and um what are you looking for you go oh and uh so i i I don't know i I don't believe in that i mean people that get nervous yes once you get to once you get nervous you are you just need a good partner to release that nervousness and you know sometimes people they get so stressed out meeting people and of course that's i mean that's a total normal reaction 
But the some people get so stressed out meeting people that once you get somebody and you get into a room, you close that door, you're wearing your favorite outfit, the person is all over you, all of that goes away. And that's the best part about meeting somebody is when things just go away. Okay, last one. What are your political beliefs? <laughs> okay, now, okay. I'm going to touch on this one very, very fast and very, very quick because I don't like talking about politics or religion. Okay, but this is interesting. Republicans report more fantasies about infidelity, orgies, swinging, cuckolding, while Democrats report more BDSM fantasies. This suggests that people often fantasize about what they aren't supposed to want, with Republicans focused more on violating conservative ideals of monography of sorry monogamy and democrats are more focused on violating progressive ideals of equality i you know what <sighs> i believe in that but you know again what do libertarians think what of the green what does the green party it's think a, what does you know independents think what do you know i mean <laughs> i mean if we're gonna go do it what do the marxists think what do capitalists think what do you know social socialists think what do uh you know i mean we can go on forever on that but anyways I, you know what i do believe that okay so i have this thing about reasons why i have a kink about spanking and about being submissive because but I, but i will say this something though real quick i will say though that I, I believe it, but then again, some people have a little of both. True, true. I mean, okay, like, well, okay, like, like. Mm. So I think that some, I think that, like I said, you know, uh, I'm gonna go a little vanilla for a second. So I, my my son, I we have a lot of we we you know obviously we've been in a lot of schools, both kids, and. Um, you know, people like, oh, that school has bad ratings. That school has, that. it's not a good school. It's not a good school. And I always say to people, it's not really about the school. The school could have like any type of rating. I just need a good teacher. And once I walk into that classroom and I see this teacher is bubbly, delightful, and amazing teacher, I'm okay with what's going to happen. It's just like that in the lifestyle. People can say, oh, golden showers are disgusting. They're horrible and whatever. But if you meet the right person that says, look, this is why I want to try golden showers with you. I like you. I really love being with you. And they make you feel so comfortable and they don't even like pressure you on it. You know, he says, let's try it like this. Let's do it like this. And then you're like, okay, I can try. I can dabble in it. And then he gets you to do more. And then you guys get a little bit more. That's what I'm saying. You need a good teacher. So somebody can say, I don't do this. I don't like this. But you need a good teacher to say, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do this slowly. We're going to do it together. We're going to learn. And then you can get into it. So a lot of people like stop themselves from these fantasies or maybe even these actual ideals of what, what they're supposed to be like. They stop themselves because they're scared. And oh, I can't do that. Like I always tell you, I love anal, but I don't want to be up the butt girl. I don't want to be the girl that can just turn around and let you in. I want to be the girl that says, oh, not tonight. I didn't prep or I don't want to be the girl that can just take it. You want to be able to have a choice. Right. So what I was going to say was that. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Well, um, I will say it like this, though. OK, oh. there are. Did you find it? Yeah. OK, what is it? OK, so my train of th my, my idea that I had. Is that okay? So I tell people that, you know, um, 
with having children and having my parents that depend on me, um, I get asked a lot of stupid questions all day long, not just by my parents and my kids, but also by friends. Help me. I don't know what to do. And sometimes it just gets overwhelming and you just tend to almost want to lose your shit every day. And I get asked tons of questions. I'm responsible for a lot of people. Okay. But that thing, maybe that's why my kink is about having a dog. Submissive. Being a little bit submissive because as much as I deal with all day and I consider myself an, a pretty independent woman because I have no choice at this point right now. But I think that I, I'm, I'm a brat naturally. I like you. I talk shit to you all day long. But when I'm in front of you, I tend to tone it down a little bit. And it's just the same thing where you, if you have a um, a dominant a, a dominant person with a dominant personality, sexual personality, once you head into a room with that person and there's a bed right there and now total control is gone. And you it's somebody that you have to be comfortable with to allow that. So all the things that I go with the, during the day, all the things that I have going on and on my shoulders, it's really nice to walk into a room with somebody who makes you feel comfortable and say, I give my... I give my, uh, you know, submission to you. Let's play. Let's have a great time because I'm just tired from the day. And and it's something else. So I but, think. Uh, they, but also the problem, too, is, is that you have a bit. You're always so like. Uh, you're always so on. You're, you're the person that everybody goes to for everything. So you have a hard time letting go of authority. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm very. I'm very. But um, you, you, you got to do it at the right time. No, okay. I'm very yeah, you, controlling. Right. But the problem is, and everything like that, and there's two different things. One, you need to know when to let go. Okay. Because if, you go, if you're on all the time, okay, then you can't relate. You only go to these things to be submissive. Okay. Right. But in your regular life, you know, come on, I'm not going to go. You, you know me. I'm, I, I'm not a, you know, guy that's just going to give in. Okay. No, I'll give in because I, I give in because I, I care about you. But if I see you've gone too far, then I'm going to tell you. Okay. Right. But when you also too, what I got to say is that if you go up there and you create, bring out that, that submissive attitude to the wrong person. Oh yeah. Then they're going to be up there. Like how many guys have you gone up there and you say you like a submissive and all of a sudden, then all of a sudden they think, Oh, that means me. That means I'm, I'm going to, I'm your dom. I'm this. They're, they're, all of a sudden, they think they can tell you what to do, how to do it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, the the two two to three doms that I've actually met in my life, I didn't meet them that way. I didn't. And you know what's funny? Because the, the, the people that I do say, oh, I would love to have a dom in my life. Oh, that's what I am. When I meet them, I'm just like unamazed. But the people that I've actually had that have, I've allowed to be doms in my life, they were on accident. You know, I've met, oh, Christ, I've met so many girls that have a dom in their life, quote unquote dom. And I look at them and I meet them. Like there's this one girl. Okay. I knew her for years ago and she said she was looking for a dom and everything like that. Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada. So then I finally see her after so many years and she's in a relationship with this guy. And then she goes, Oh, this is my boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And everything. And then all of a sudden I go, how you doing? And everything good. And you just got this, blah fucking attitude this like you know like can't be bothered with yeah i can't be bothered with me and shit like that and i'm like and i'm like he might be your fucking dom like in bed or something like that he might be your dom but he's not a fucking dom all he is is an insecure fuck he's insecure because he goes up there 
Because if you're a dom and everything, I've seen doms. I've seen a lot of doms. I've seen guys and everything like that. They're they're they know how to turn it on, and on and everything like that. They can do it right in front of everybody. But those guys, the guys I've seen, especially like her boyfriend, he wants to do it in private. He doesn't want to do it like right in front and everything like that. I've seen doms like that guy that was at uh, on the cruise with the tank mm. and everything like that. That dude's straight fucking dom. Yes, tank. He's a straight dom, and he shows it. He shows but, it in his but, he a, but he but also he, had a great fucking attitude. He had a great presence. Yeah, he had a great when presence. Because even I went up to him that. and I was like, "Oh my god, you are my wet dream." Right. He took it amazing. Right. And, and, the, and the couple, the, the guy that would showed us all the what you call it in the yeah. room and everything. That's a dom. But you know what? He knew how to differentiate between the two because right. that's a professional. Right. Okay. Yeah, and all of them, both the him and Tank, they were professionals. Right. But when you get some fucking asshole fucking that lives, you know, in his mom's basement. <laughs> and he fucking you know he can't he can't fucking you know take uh control over the fact that his mom still fucking tells him what to do so he goes to his fucking girl and he fucking tries to think that he's a dom and then he goes to everybody else and he's he's insecure because he can't fucking you know uh do what he can't do because one probably he can't fight two he can't fucking tell to anybody else except for somebody who wants to be submissive yeah. now, the point is that he they he wants them to be like on them yeah. but when they can't they don't and everything that he doesn't know what to do with it well that's that's almost like cultures too and, I, and i'm not trying to be any type of like you know racist or anything but like a while ago i had my very first job my boss she was uh she was a really nice um white lady to say you know and her husband was indian and every time she came into our work she was on top of us telling us what to do what to do and then when her husband would come in with her she'd be real quiet looking down at the floor and then he would tell us what to do so i almost felt like damn girl like when you're not when he's not around you really get on top right. of us but then again that's that's people going up there and um they don't have any control i mean there was a guy i had a guy like that i had a guy you know the most guys are like that especially when you go to work they have no control at their own home that's why cops. I'm sorry. Hey, you also you were cops on here and everything. I'm sorry. There's a majority. I know cops. I know a lot of cops and everything. And there's a majority of them are fucking fucking dickheads because well, they got mean? bullied in high school. They got bullied when they were. They got bullied at home. They don't have any control. But, they were well, they were fucked with in the Marine Corps or whatever. So they go up there and they want to bully people out on the street. But don't you think that that they're also in the running for being the people that they have a lot of stress on them? All That's day true. Long, That's true. But they, you know what? And they we all have like stresses. Or we all have stresses. They get they get fucked with. We get fucked with. Right. They just get fucked with in different ways. Right. And Nobody then, and then, is different. Nobody's any other. Any job is different. You go up there. You you go on a business. You get fucked with by your clients. You get fucked with by people that want to fuck you over uh, on prices for your for your business and everything right. for your, your merchandise. But don't you even think like I even told you like you know how like uh, CEOs and uh, president of companies and whatever, and then they're usually the guys that like right. want to get dressed up and get a leash on. Right, them. exactly. I, I kind of feel don't, like they that wanna, sometimes. They want to leave that. They want to leave that. They're, the they're guys from the sales. They want to leave and... the stresses. They don't want to be in charge anymore. Okay, I, just I like you, like, like you don't want to be in charge, so you release it when you, when it's yeah. time. I think just like guys, it gets the, the, the same thing can be said for guys that want to be pegged. What caused them to want to be pegged? Like me, there's no way I want to be pegged. I there's not, no way I, I want you near that rear. I could not, I could not like like pinpoint a certain type of guy that allows me to that would allow me to do that. But I always say to me, I always say that a open-minded man is 
something that I find very attractive. Now, whether your open-mindedness is you want to try golden showers, you want to be pegged, or you're open-minded by wearing a ball gag for me or, you know, anything like that. Just an open-minded person to say, hey, you know what? I've never tried that, but I'm willing to see. Because usually when, like, like you, if you say some something to a guy about being pegged, Oh no 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 hell no hell but but you get that gorgeous girl out no, there that says you know what before I have any type of play with some guy not gonna happen I need to play with your not gonna happen because she could be gorgeous and everything but I don't have no feelings for her I have feelings for you and you still can't do it okay but I'm gonna say it like this or anything like uh, I'm gonna say it like this okay again this is just our opinions on shit and everything like that you know don't take it personal or anything like that and like the great red fox has said. If anything we've said on this this podcast has offended you or irritated you or you felt messed over or, or, or you know, uh, pointed out or, or, you know, targeted in any way, offended. offended in any way, I have three words for you. Kiss my ass. That wraps it up for this episode. Oh we are the God. Sweet Spot on Cassidy, Facebook, and Kick. Also, the Sweet Spot 13 on SLS and SDC. The Sweet Spot LS on Twitter. You can also look us up on our groups, the Sweet Spot and Cumberly Crew on Cassidy. Or you can come join us for one or all of our parties, which are all located in the Riverside County area. Also, you can join us for our gangbang parties, which are located in the Rancho Cucamonga, Ontario area. Please look us up on Cassidy Kick and Facebook for all party postings as well. So if anyone has any suggestions or questions, please leave a message on here and we will answer them as soon as we can. Starting next year, we'll be going on YouTube so you can be able to see us live on, on the screen and be able to watch, uh, you know, how we run everything, how everything gets done and what we look like when she's beating me up and, you know. That would be fun. <laughs> I am the Drew, and always with me is the beautiful co-host. Princess Sophia. Have a good night, everyone. Take care.